The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. I promised earlier I want to talk today about daily life practice. It's possible to carry part of this mind state that you have developed in your practice today into daily life. And the best way to do that, to develop this daily life practice, is, is to meditate daily, every day. And I tell almost everyone that if you've only got a minute, meditate for a minute every day. And if it's just one breath that you do mindfully know that you are practicing with that breath. This is, this is meditation today. And you're establishing that baseline of being here, of being aware, being aware that you know you're here. And I think of that as creating a margin of awareness around what's happening, both what's happening in the world around you and what's happening in this tempestuous teapot of your emotions. I mean, we carry this, you know, sack of all sorts of ideas and feelings around with us. And it can just swamp our awareness of what's going on and more, maybe more importantly, how we should respond appropriately. So the more of that margin we have to step aside or step back and bring wisdom to our conduct, the easier life will be, the more peaceful we will be. So that daily life practice isn't a substitute for meditation, it's, it's a continuation of it. And I, there's a quote I brought from the Dhammapada, I think it's from the second verse. Speak or act with a peaceful mind and happiness follows like a never-departing shadow. So we establish that peaceful mind with our daily meditation. And if we try to bring that practice into what we do every day, then it's there when we go to speak or act. We're developing the ability to be present for our emotional life, our responses. Sometimes they're wild. But we are also developing the ability not to be entangled 
with our emotional life. So that's the theory. <laughs> and the practice is to just return to, to mindfulness, to actually practice doing this throughout the day. And the best way is to have activities that we do mindfully, that we've chosen. I'm going to do this today mindfully. And in a few minutes, many of you are going to do, and I highly recommend, work meditation. Not just because the temple needs cleaning. It's nice to have a clean temple, but it's also wonderful practice to interact with the environment, with other people, with tools, with your intention, and to do it mindfully. To just practice being and engaging mindfully. It's not the same as being at work or in your car. But we'll get to that in a minute. Just keep coming back to the body. I can remember when I was fairly new in practice, uh, listening to Guy Armstrong say, feel your left foot, (laughs) some part of your body. I, I have always stayed with the breath, but whatever brings you back to that margin of awareness. And I recommend, because it works for me so well, is waking up. Now, I wake up with leftover dreams and what I need to do today. And, and I immediately, as soon as I can, watch myself, watch the body breathe and try to stay with three breaths in a row. Sometimes it takes 20 minutes. One all the way through and then I'm daydreaming. Two all the way through and then I'm planning. Finally I get to three. Sometimes it works the first time. That's my practice. (coughs) Try one, whatever, and then stay with the body as it rolls or sits up or whatever, puts the feet on the ground. Whatever it, it goes through to become upright, watch, watch yourself go through that. And then there's probably some kind of life maintenance that you do every day. So pick one of them, brushing the teeth, washing the face, putting the clothes on. Just decide, that's the task I'm going to do today. Or simple chores. Somebody's got to do something with those dirty dishes, right? So if that's your chore, try to do it mindfully instead of resentfully. Kind of my default. I don't want to do this. It's so much easier if I just be there with it 
and turn it into a practice. Short walks, if you've arrived, if your transportation has brought you close to your destination, there's still some walking you need to do to finally get there. Let that be mindful. Or going through a door, it's a tip I picked up from Gil, when you're going from one room to the next. What is it you're encountering in that new room? Be mindful of that. Stoplights. Are they an obstruction? Are they making you late? Are you frustrated? Take a mindful breath. Use it as an opportunity to come back to the peace of the present moment, to that margin around your life. And driving, oh, all those things that the other people do. I like to think of it as the car is doing it, so it's hard to blame an inanimate object. But I notice myself getting angry, really wanting to get ahead of somebody, being blocked. And I've taken to breathing, trying to stay aware of my breath, even on long trips. And it's just so much more peaceful. I still get mad. But again, there's that cushion where I can be aware that the emotions are there, but that's not all there is to my awareness. And with these tasks that I've mentioned, I recommend changing them up every so often. I'm going to refer to my first good friend, who is this really cute Irish girl with freckles, lots of freckles, and she hated them. I thought they were really adorable, but to kind of lighten up her attitude toward the freckles, which is pretty wise at nine years old, she would say, well, if they all got together, I'd have a great tan. That's what these mindful moments are like. You have a different task than last week, but there's still this residual mindfulness from the last task, and now you've got another one, and now you're remembering that when I get upset, I should come back to mindfulness. And you just start getting more and more freckles of mindfulness. And eventually you get a pretty good tan. The Dharma gives us some good reminders in the ethics. The five precepts to try to be kind in our speech our physical actions, like driving a car, 
the way we engage with the economy, our living or our spending. And to avoid physical violence or abusive speech, theft, sexuality, abusive sex, or intoxicants. Just noticing when we're engaging in any of these things and again, finding that buffer that makes room for wisdom and the hindrances when we really want something, when we really don't want something, or when we have no energy. That's a cue to use this practice to give us, again, space for this kind of depressed state that we're in. And when we're really restless or we've lost faith in the way we're living our lives or doing our practice. Let these be reminders that you have been mindful and you can be mindful right now in this moment. And being upset, that's a great reminder. The sensations in the body, the tension or the heat or whatever. We're all capable of having the emotions without getting thoroughly entangled in them. And daily life practice is, is our way of incrementally building that ability. Thank you. <laughs>